Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners. I love you guys so freaking much. And if you guys don't understand it by now, there's probably something wrong with you. Well, we can work on that together. If you are new to the show, welcome. And if you haven't already, make sure you go follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM. Download the TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. I'm holding at five stars strong. So let's keep that going and let's give me those nice reviews. Because as entrepreneurs, outside of having a lot of customers and clientele, we love to get the reviews from the people because when other people check us out and they google us they want to know everyone else's opinions make sure you keep it honest keep it truthful but just bring that on up also always got to do a mental check i hope everyone is okay and if you're not remember it is okay to not be okay you are human you can have your moments just don't allow those moments to last longer than they should now that I've taken advantage of my own platform in the first minute, it's only right to share it with my special guest. So you guys know we've been doing a random author suite, and it's time to um, highlight another one. This has been in the making for some time now, but this lady is so busy. It took her forever to squeeze us in, and I'm just like, lady, you got to get me in. You got to get me in, okay? We got to get this on and popping. And if you don't, my co-host for the day is going to keep get me up. She's like, look, we got to get her on the show. Got to get on the show. I'm like, we're going to get her on the show. I don't care if she pistol in from three to four or five months from now. We're going to get her on the show. Okay? So I couldn't do this without the Black Belle herself, the woman who loves books, loves reading, and encourage people to still go to the library and open up a book. Go on Amazon, purchase a book. Of course, I enjoy ebooks as well because as a voiceover specialist, it's kind of part of my job. So yes, I am a number one advocate for audio books for sure, especially if I'm the voice behind it. But yes, remember, reading is fundamental. It is a great escape 
it's great happiness and you get to tap into somebody else's world and speaking of that it's time to get the show on the go so let me bring on my co-host the owner of whitney's escapes travel agency whitney lee hey hey girl (laughs) i am so excited that we'll be interviewing author christina c jones like I have enjoyed her books tremendously, and I'm so happy that we're finally be able to get behind, you know, the mind of all these great stories that she has created. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's bring her on. And you sure you can handle this a little bit? I can handle it. Okay. I can handle it. <laughs> gentlemen, let me introduce to you author Christina C. Jones. Go over here, Sam. <laughs> Make sure I'm actually in the camera. <laughs> Absolutely. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. It's only right. So for the ones who don't know, tell them who you are and where you're from. I am Christina Jones, and I am from, well, I'm from, from Chicago, but I live in Arkansas. That's where I've lived um, the majority of my life. Um very quiet here, very, uh, very green. <laughs> That's what we're known for, the natural state. Um, and so that is honestly what I, I guess, enjoy most about where I'm from. Um, and sometimes it is, I guess, inspirational for what I do, a lot of green space. And so when I'm writing that type of scenery, I have it right in my backyard to go out and get inspired by. So. I guess that's a positive. Not a ton to do, but (laughs) (laughs) unless you just enjoy that. (laughs) Okay. So I'm curious because right now I'm in the Midwest. I'm in Indiana, right? Okay. Okay. So I'm curious, what was the cause of moving from Chicago to Arkansas? I'm just curious. Oh, the decision was made for me. I was like a baby. (laughs) I was like three or four years old. So when I say I've lived in Arkansas most of my life, I've lived in Arkansas most of my life, but it sounds so much cooler to say that I'm from Chicago. And so That's I kind of take too. on my family's kind of my family street grid <laughs> and <laughs> I claim Chicago, but I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> uh, okay. Cause it sounds cooler. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, does. it does sound cooler. It does. But the best thing about Arkansas is going to make people curious, like, wait, but why Arkansas? And as you can tell, yeah. it's been helping you creatively, too. So I guess it has a couple of few things in there. So yeah, my I question to you. a little more credit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So the question I want to ask you is a question I ask all my guests, because I'm always curious to what they're going to say. When we were younger, we all had an assignment. When I grow up, I want to be. What did you write down in that assignment? I wanted to be a teacher so bad because Mm -hmm. where I grew up, all the really fabulous looking black women that I knew, they were teachers. Like that was, that was what I saw and that was what I wanted to be. And then Mm -hmm. I grew up and I realized that I only like, like my kids and my friend's kids. I don't like other kids. (laughs) So that wasn't really, you know, that 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 wasn't really a thing. That wasn't really gonna work out. And I also I don't I don't have good teacher patience. And so even if it wasn't for that, that wouldn't have worked out for me. But I definitely like I was so gung ho. I just knew that that is what I was gonna do. I I was gonna be a teacher. That was that was all I wanted. Okay. Did it come true? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. I mean, it's okay because sometimes when I speak to my guests, I'm like, maybe that was your dream and it didn't come true. But at the same time, I feel that it did come true in a different way. You are teaching people through the stories that you write in your books. I like that. I like that way of thinking about it because when I think about it, I'm like, oh God, why did I think that? But See? you know what? You are confirmation. Right. <laughs> confirmation right there. You are teaching everyone through your books. So look, it came true. Now we have hey, something to I, celebrate. I like thinking about it like that. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I'm gonna do is because you know I can do this every day all day but today I want to make sure that one of your number one fans Whitney really dig deep into your story oh she bought the dig deep so I hope you are ready I'm going a different route than I normally do with the authors because your books your books are different than the um, other authors that we have interviewed. Even though you guys, I noticed, are kind of like linked to each other, which is really cool, like your author community, which I really appreciate it. But I really, um, yours is different. And I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Um, when I was interviewing, um, we interviewed Alexandra Warren. And she's like, oh, I love Christina C. Jones. I was like, I don't love Christina C. Jones. <laughs> I said, I read her book and I said, she don't got no epilogue and she just ended the story. I don't read any more of her stories. <laughs> she goes, no, you got to continue reading it. So I said, fine. I'm like, because the storyline, like one thing I was like, I, I got so into your story. And then one of the books, she was like, we're together. And I was like, oh. What? How did this end like this? And I was so mad. But you know, she gotta keep on reading. I said, okay, fine. I'm gonna start reading like more of the series and just keep on. And then I'm like, okay, this one had an epilogue. This one got book two. So then I start getting because I was so bad at you. I was like, why would she end like that? That's like pulling at my heart. <laughs> so then I've been ever since July of this year, I just went through like your whole catalog from the beginning to basically the end. I was just like a freaking um, I couldn't put them down. And I realized this is my only pretension since I read most like you um intertwine your characters and the stories. Like so even though you ended it, they might be in book 10 for somebody else and here they pop up yeah. again. And I was like, okay, now I feel better. Cause I'm like, I want to know what the hell is gonna happen. <laughs> and it's, it's sometimes I could be confused. I'm like, don't I feel like I email, I text you a couple of times. I'm like, wait, is this person am I losing it or I just want to also compliment you on your genius. How, and I was telling T Quest how I thought how you came up with a whole community. Like, um, we have Sugar Valley, you have the Mohe um, Mahogany Heights. I'm like, even the college, I'm like, yo, this was, this was like genius. Um, I was like, how did you, like, I just thought that was, um, I want to move there, by the way. I was like, I need to move. <laughs> all these entrepreneurs who look like me, well, all these um, couples, it was just like how you did it. Even your um, offspring of um, Connecticut, because I live in Connecticut. So I really was into that. But I'm like, wait, hold up. We should. <laughs> so it was just, I just thought that was genius. When I kept on reading your stories, it made sense because I'm like, oh, okay. You have to really know the beginning to remember everything that's going on. So I just wanted to say kudos to you for that. That was like, I the first time I did it. Thank you for keeping on reading. Thank you for not giving up on me. I, at first I did. I was like, where's the epilogue? I need to know what else is going to happen. You can't leave me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to move to, yes. We, everybody wants to move to this community. It's just phenomenal. And I appreciate how um, you as an author 
how you really um, uplift the black community, you know, and we and you highlight different types of careers, you know, you don't just let the same people, you know, like you think will be successful, you know what I'm saying, or have something going on. You have like, you know, with um, Urban Grind, like the coffee house, the tattoo, the yoga, you have all the little different types of things. But let's talk about some of these series of yours. I have them all sitting right here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one's my favorite. I don't know. I'm so conf- I'm like, I don't know which one's my favorite because every time I think I have a favorite, I read something else and I'm like, oh I like this one too. Well <laughs> but you're I, I have to give it to you. Genius. I love I um that so much. Girl, um high streak series. Girl. When I did like I love um Ace of Sweet. Girl. <laughs> the whole crazy, but the personalities of them, you know what I mean? Like from the first book, how you evolve, like, and I love how you touch people, then we go more into them in the second book. Oh my God, so good. But it was um, interesting because you touch on very like um, touching matters, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like even in that series about, you know, what they, you know, what they did to women and children and stuff like that. And the um, struggles for male and female, and that's something that does happen in this community. And you touched upon it, and but you still let them um, be heroes in the end. You know, what I'm saying how they overcame all those issues. I love that, and I also love your um, Sugar Valley. Like that really touched me as well. <laughs> everybody's dealing with something. You know what I mean? Death, sicknesses. Those are like natural things, but you brought it in such. Eloquent. It was so eloquent. I just loved it. I appreciate it's just, it so much. You guys was the sweet stuff. I, I have a degree in culinary. You know, my business is travel. I love food. So, question. <laughs> you know, I was just like, you you haven't, you amaze me in all your writing. You really do. Like, you never um, disappoint. You always, like, step it up. You take your creativity to places I can't even verbalize, but you probably can't because you're a writer. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just so amazing. I want to know, out of all your series, who's your favorite? Like the character. You have to have somebody who just pings at you a little bit. Um, I would probably say Ace and her family, her kind of story. Um, and I might be biased because I'm actually working on something within that universe right now. Like what I'm writing right now, it's kind of involving her. And so I'm like, that's what I'm immersed in. So that that's mm-hmm. kind of where my head is. But those Vegas people just thinking about the traumas and stuff that they've been through, you know, not just the people who were involved mm-hmm. with, you know, the crime syndicate or whatever but all of them just thinking about the things that they had to overcome to even be able to have like any type of relationship not even Mm -hmm. get into a healthy relationship but any (laughs) like any relationship at all and just kind of what they have to what they have to overcome internally in order to get to that place I liked exploring that um and as as difficult as it is, because, you know, when you're talking about these things, like you said, these are real things. These are like, I never know who, whose hands my books are going to end up in. So if it's someone who, who can directly relate to something like that, like, I don't ever want them to go into this book and see this. And it feels like 
oh, well, she just did that for a storyline, like there's like as if there's no care and consideration given to it. And so I try to really make sure that when I'm tackling those subjects, those subjects and when I'm tackling kind of those type of topics that I'm really taking my time and really trying to just infuse as much empathy as I can so that it humanizes these people, you know, even through what they're going through, even for someone like Ace, who, you know, used to be an assassin. I think, I I don't know how much, hopefully that's not like too much of a spoiler for anybody who might pick something up, but she used to be an assassin. Um, And you, someone could make the argument of, oh, you know, she's irredeemable or she's evil or something like that, but no, she's still human. And that's not to make excuses for anything that she's done, but at the end of the day, she's still human and she has done what she can to atone for those mistakes and to try to keep moving forward and to try to, you know, be better than what she was. And through that, be able to actually connect with people. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I would definitely think that if there, I wouldn't necessarily say that she's my favorite, but she definitely, she definitely sticks with me. Like I think about her often, even when I'm not, even when I'm not actively writing stuff that she's involved in, I, I actually think about her often. Yeah. But one thing I noticed about your writing in all your characters, and I'll encourage anybody who hasn't read your stories to start reading them, that you can never right. really judge a book. Please read all her stuff, okay? <laughs> um, but you can, I, what I love about your writing is you can never really judge a book by its cover. You never really know what <laughs> character has involved. And I love that because the guy and the girl, I love how, you know, they both talk in their own process, but the girl has one possession of a guy and the guy has one of the girl and it's never what it really is. I love that because you really have to start peeling back the layers. And that's something that I think as a human race, we need to do. Like we read about these things in stories. We want to do prejudgment just about what we see instead of let's pull back these layers before we start judging or closing a door somewhere that we actually should walk through. So I really like how in all your stories, you give that um, illusion of people like, oh, mm-mm. and then they found this a whole nother person than what they assumed yeah. that person was supposed to be. So that is also amazing. But I do really, I like Ace too. I, I'm so biased. You know what? Because every single time, I know you have your YouTube. I don't listen to your YouTube because I started to, but then I start like having my own um, thoughts so even, um, so I have like, I got to read the story. <laughs> and then sometimes I go back and listen after I read the yeah. story because yeah. it changes up my perspective. Even like the um, audio books, I have my own voices I make for characters. So I'm like, I can't listen to audio books because it messes with my um, imagination yeah. to make things come to life. But I do think it's cool that you do that. Like you say, like, but I have to go back after I read to be like, okay, what is she saying now <laughs> to get your well, perspective? Sometimes it definitely can change the perception, and that's why I really try hard not to give spoilers, but it's so hard not to. <laughs> it's hard to talk about it without giving without giving those spoilers. And it really can kind of alter your perception of it, but then when you listen to it after, after you've read it, it's like, I think my thought processes probably make more sense afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go back. So let's 
let the people know she does have YouTube, guys. Go check her out. Read the books first. I personally say read the books, <laughs> then go check out the YouTube because she always does it. It's just, and I think it's really cool because it's a way for you to really connect to us. Like we feel like, okay, I know Christina. Um, I know her thought process, and I just love her own writing. And I like I, I have another question that I ask all the authors because you guys are all very explicit in your in the sexual scenes in these books. <laughs> so um from my personal experience, is this some research? Let us know. Because this oh. stuff are, every last one of them, <laughs> even how you detail them, are totally different. But I was like, let us let's let's the community um in on all these secrets. <laughs> Well, I just honestly, yes, some of the stuff is <laughs> personal experience, but often it's really just like sex works how it works, right? Like that that's that's just it. And so a lot of times for me it's taking these, you know, these two individual people and bringing their personalities into it their personality and what their relationship has been or lack of relationship (laughs) has been um and just kind of seeing how how those two things work together or how they're going to clash with each other and that kind of helps determine what the chemistry is going to be so that it's so that even though it's it's literally the same thing, you know, four times, four, three or four times in each book, you know, depending on the length, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it helps it to feel different because everybody, even though it's the same action, no two people are going to do it exactly the same way. And so it's just a thing of letting their unique personalities and everything just kind of flow together with it um I actually it's it's actually much harder for me to write those scenes now for that reason because I want to make sure that it doesn't like I don't want it to sound the same like I don't want it to feel like okay I'm this far into the book it's time for one of these I'm this far into the book it's time for one of these I don't ever want it to feel like that but I'm at like 63 projects or something like that and I mean I feel like I've written it about most of the ways it can be written I've done it (laughs) and so trying to make sure that it stays fresh and all of that every time um it's actually a little stressful it's actually a little stressful I look I used to look forward to it I don't as much anymore um and I and I I think that it's just kind of a symptom of like I said having written so many books but that's also me just needing to get over myself because who's going to remember a random scene from the middle of the third book I wrote and then read book 50 like Christina now <laughs> I read and he <laughs> this sounds exactly like when so-and-so did it to so-and-so in this other book like nobody who's gonna do that like nobody's gonna do that and so it's honestly kind of a it's just a me thing um I don't want to say, I don't want to call it a perfectionist tendency because I don't believe that I am a perfectionist, but I do have those little, I do have those little quirks when it comes to my writing for it, stuff like that. And so ultimately, like I said, it really is just about letting those two different people in, letting the imagination run wild. And also they're, like I said, they're different personalities and kind of seeing how it works to create whatever chemistry they're going to have with each other. Good. Okay. I will say that this is, it's funny to me now. It was not funny to me then, but my very first book, I wrote all the sex scenes and then I took them all out because I was afraid of, oh my God, what if somebody from my church 
like reads this and like thinks bad of me and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I was after, and and it took me a minute. Like I had to really kind of come to terms with that. And then I put them all back in uh, (laughs) because it was like, you know, I feel like, I feel like writing is my gift. Like if I had to name anything, I feel like writing is my gift and I don't want to diminish my gift because I'm concerned about what people are going to think. I feel like if God didn't want me to be doing it, he wouldn't have, this is year seven. I feel like he would have made himself clear by now. He's made himself very clear in other ways in my life. When I was doing stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing, <laughs> like he, yeah. he has no problem making Keep on writing them, clear. girl. And so I'm if, if, put if, that. <laughs> right. If I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing, he would have let me know by now. So... <laughs> Question, you have something to say? Well, you know me, I always have something to say. (laughs) I just want to let you guys have that connection and have that bond because, you know, when it comes to people being a fan of your work, you really want to give them time to, like, have that one-on-one with you. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to piggyback on a couple of things that you mentioned, like, earlier when it came to your YouTube clips and stuff, right? And when you said she was hesitant to like watch or listen because the second and third and it makes a lot of sense it's kind of like as readers of books once you realize it's going into movie form you're just like oh man now who was going to play so and so they better not mix mess it up mess it up or anything you know and what parts are going to leave out what parts are going to put in so it, it makes it uncomfortable like are they going to do it justice or are they going to you know just ruin the whole vision I had in my head. But sometimes you definitely have to take that chance, you know? And also um, when you're saying something about like the sex scenes in your books and how you don't want to really duplicate them. And you know, yes, there's so many different things when it comes to sex and positions and scenarios. But at the same time, it's still the same type of movements to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> so it does get really nervous. But, you know, Zane and all, and they definitely use their imagination. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of the same thing like in Disney movies. You know, if you really look and dissect them, a lot of the same scenarios, scenes, characters, the way they are, it's all duplicates. But you don't really realize that because at the end of the day, it's not really about that. It's just all about the quality of the work in the stories and scenarios, you know, and then um, when you're mentioning about the church people, you're a little hesitant with what you put out there, you know, and I totally understand because me being an entertainer and like a music artist and a writer myself, I used to be hesitant with a lot of things I do, even when it comes to posting things on social media, they're like, well, you're entertaining, you can be funny. I'm like, I understand that, but you got to realize my audience and my followers are very diverse and I want to be me, but I still want to be professional and respectable. But at the same time, you can't not be you because this is your job. This is your profession. You have to get it out there and all due respect, auntie, evangelist, deaconess, or whatever. (laughs) And I have to make sure I'm here for my fans my listeners and my readers and all due respect. You know what I mean? So I definitely want to commend you on that. And before you guys get back into another sisterhood moment, <laughs> I just want to bring it back because you got to realize you have your, your fans and your readers listening, but what about the ones who don't know? 
you know, that don't know you or about your books. You guys have to bring it back to the beginning. Like what made you even pick up the pen to even start writing books? Oh man, I was so sick. Like to actually start, I've been writing for that. Like I was writing when I was a kid and stuff, mm -hmm. but to actually publish, I was pregnant and with both pregnancies, I just got so, so sick, like to the point that I, no exaggeration, thought that I was dying and mm -hmm. I needed something to like tether me to the world. <laughs> and I'm, I'm laughing about it, but it, it like I can laugh about it now because the, the, ba the baby is eight years old, so I can laugh about it now, but I just, I needed something to like to keep me grounded and keep me like connected to reality. And so I started writing and I was able to, like I had this story in my head of these different people. Um, and I was a huge fan of, um, of Eric Jerome Dickey, uh, Terry McMillan, um, Elaine mm -hmm. Harris, all those, you know, kind of foundational black authors to me. Um, and they would have this, these cast of characters and you know what I mean? <laughs> and all of that. So that was what I wanted to do. And it's like, okay, if I'm going to do this, that's what I want to do. And so I wrote, I ended up writing what was love and other things. And that was the story that I took all the sex scenes and then put it back. But yeah, it's like, it was kind of, it was born kind of out of a necessity. Like I need to do something because um, I wasn't working at the time or I wasn't working outside of my home at the time. And, you know, I had, how old was Izzy? Izzy was like two years old. My older daughter was about two years old at the time. And, you know, I, I needed something to keep me from just laying in bed in the dark all day. <laughs> like I needed, you know, I needed everything that I could to kind of keep me connected and keep me grounded. And so I really credit, you know, I credit that a lot. And, um, baby girl was born in 2012 she was born in october 2012 and then i published for the first time the next year <laughs> beautiful beautiful is she a libra she is a libra <laughs> okay <laughs> make <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> i have to think about it for a second to make sure yes yeah, she is <laughs> Yes, Miss um, Ponder had some great comments earlier when she was saying, basically, you're like the black hallmark. And I always mm -hmm. say that all the time. I said, reading these books are like the black hallmark because um, when you can't see yourself on TV, like I'm a helpless romantic. You can't see yourself on TV. At least we can read it in a book. And I'm glad that you didn't take out the sex scenes because at the end of the day, that's our reality. I know yeah. you're married. I'm a married woman. We're going to have sex. Even if, we, even if we weren't married, we're women, they're male. It's going to happen. No one's perfect yeah. because none of us are God. <laughs> we're all humans. So intimacy is very important. And to pick up what you said earlier, none of your um, sex scenes s sound like copycats because the characters are different. So even if they're doing the same thing, their personalities are different. So their sex scenes seem differently. So, um, that's part of my pep talk to myself. <laughs> you have to say that to yourself because even if they're doing the exact same thing, we're looking at it through the character's eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a whole different experience because they have different personalities. So, you know, if someone has an answer, well, I don't know what he's doing. Like, you know, so it's all, I'm just glad they're all great looking people from what you described. That <laughs> 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 would be funny if someone was a hot mess. That would be, be hilarious. But I do have a question for you. Okay. And that question is, are you considering, um, yeah, are you considering like doing any stories based off of like even your 
characters now that they're together are married and continue or are like a married couple. Cause I like for I said earlier, I'm a married woman. I'm a helpless romantic. Most of the books are people getting together. You know what I'm saying? And finding love. Are you ever gonna like write a book about somebody who's already together but going through, you know, rekindling or you know, setting a spark? Cause um, for instance, like I've been with my husband's for 15 years now. It's 15 years now since I was 19. And I always tell people, the 19 me and the 30 plus me ain't the same person. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're, yes. we're, I look the same, but you know, we evolve. We're supposed to. And I always wonder when I read a lot of these love books, is anybody gonna ever decide to write on? You know, just a happy black couple or going through stuff like in real life, but they're still together. Are you interested in doing something like that? Um, <laughs> to be honest. So, we, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out, you know, trying to get my words together. My thought on that is that the things that would be noteworthy, like for a couple, like the things that would be, I guess, entertaining to read are to me things that feel very um, that feel very over the line I guess like in a marriage like you said like I've I've been with my husband a long time too Um, we're coming we just did we just passed our 12 year anniversary and so we've been together a long time the things that we fight about and the things that we like beef about are so boring like (laughs) It is so boring. Like it's it's real stuff. It's real life stuff, you know, and it's stuff that, you know, most other couples probably go through. But if I was reading the book of our life, I would be like, oh my God, like you just put, if you don't like the way he put the toilet paper on the roll, just turn it the other way, girl. Like, why am I <laughs> like why why is there a book about this? You know, just different, you know, just different little stuff like that but the stuff that you know when you start getting into things like 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 infidelity um the loss of children um just like the kind of more serious things that 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 couples go through especially married couples and couples that have been together for a long term um I don't know that my heart can take it just personally because when I'm with these characters and when I'm with these couples, like I'm very immersed in them, especially if it's like a longer project, like a longer book, I'm very in there with them. And I feel like I, I, and saying it out loud feels really crazy. (laughs) Saying it out loud feels really crazy, but I just don't know that I, as a married woman, want to immerse myself in a rocky marriage. And like again, like I said, doesn't like, have to be loud. Sounds crazy. You have to think, but <laughs> like, what if like a love language story? Like you know, what if the guy's love language is quality time, and the woman's love language is um, gifts? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? They're married, they love each other, but they they're, they're not speaking the same language. So figuring that yeah. out, and then like little taller stuff, because in real life. Most like like they, that's why the women's like that's a good question that's a good point because a lot yeah. of your readers probably are in relationships but we all evolve so sometimes we still want to see like let me see I was going through that same thing I was about to put him out because he didn't take out the trash but you know what <laughs> we really got it together and then we made up and you know because that's one thing I feel like we don't see we see mm-hmm. people always get together but we don't see like the little stuff that we actually go through and still see a happy um, ending. 
in the whole um, scenario. Like, even if you took one of your characters and just kind of kept like, okay, now they're married. Let's see the little tits they get to, even like the ones who work together, whatever the case may be. Nothing has to be, you know, tragic. But like you said, even though it's corny, but we're corny women. So we still want to. I, <laughs> like, I am. You know what? My husband did. <laughs> he did not put the collar to you. Like, I want him cheat. This is exactly what I'm going. <laughs> so something um, like when I talk to my girlfriends, that stuff that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I yeah. wonder if someone will write something about us. Yes, evil self and stories. Yes. Good Miss Ponder. Yes. I will I will stay open to it, you know, as always. Like, you know, I'm gonna write, you know, what the characters give to me. But um I don't know. I don't know because I feel I feel like if I did something like that, like how long would it be? Like I feel like it would be, you know, like something short Forever. and cute, like maybe for my website or something like that. And maybe if I maybe if I framed it like that, I would be able to kind of wrap it around my head more. But if I like, I don't know. Like I feel like in order for it to be like a story, like a book, like there, like there's gonna be something wrong. And maybe and maybe that's that's just me, you know what I mean? Like maybe I just need to approach it from a different, you know, approach it from a different angle in my headspace. So I'm definitely not, you know, I'm definitely not gonna count it out. And the way that you explained it, you know, it makes a lot of sense. It, it makes up it makes a lot of sense. Either way, I'm gonna read your work. Either way <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy your work. Absolutely. And my thing is as like I said, like I write it myself, sometimes it may not be the time for you to do it, That's but true. even yeah. when you have a moment to yourself and you're just writing, not even for the book, just in general, just write it because eventually it may come together later. Like, you know what? It just hit me because like yeah. you said, even the people that are listening right now, they're in relationships. They are married. They need something to connect to just like with the movies, how they don't have a lot of um, black love movies out there. Yeah. You know, they're yearning for something to connect with. And even if you think it's corny, corny is a good thing because it's just yes. real life situation. <laughs> you know, think about it when you look on TV and stuff, the way they portray um, our culture is either too cheesy or yeah. too left field. So who's yeah. going to be that common medium to actually show us what the average woman, average black family and average black marriage is really going through and stuff, you know, because you, believe it or not, that story for something for us to connect to, we are still searching for a lot of things to connect to that. Be like, you know what? This is my life. This is me. This is what I'm going through. Corny, cheesy, or whatever. You know, I remember there was a mother that she was like, I follow you on social media. You're so awesome. I understand why you won't follow me back. I said, why do you say I won't follow you back? Because all I do is post my kids. That's my life. And I'm like, you know what? Right. So I'm not following you back. But. <laughs> and I really did it. But um, <laughs> I'm like, if that's your life, that's your life. And it is okay. Yeah. Look. There's so many other people out there. And believe it or not, that one book where you're just writing for fun, even it's like a journal, since you're a wife mm -hmm. and stuff, and you put it together, might actually be your best-selling book. Even with your kids, too. Because mm -hmm. honestly, Christina, I'm in all your characters. Every last one of them is me. Mm -hmm. I'm every single <laughs> character in the book, because the chef, Ace, I'm like, that's me. Um, when The valley, that's me. I put myself in all the freaking... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you be interested. I said, because I just love love, but I always, that's why I like when you, when they're continuing, because I'm like, I want to see where they go. Because yeah. when you've been involved with someone for so long and you don't see that, like I said, even here in my state, 
he did a book about the Connecticut. So I was like, yes, you know, where is he gonna talk about here? You don't see that many young people who've been together, who look like us, who's married and you don't know, have kids and still a great union, definitely up here on the East Coast. South, yeah, but you don't see it like that on the East Coast. And to emerge into a, a book that's like, you know, a fantasy, but somewhat a reality. Like, you know, even though they didn't get together, I'm like, oh, I remember this time, but you know, so that's why I always ask. I was like, I wonder if she would ever just take it. And then I saw that you were married and she has kids. I said, I wonder if she just would take that and spin it into like a fairy tale type thing <laughs> where the kids got on my nerve, my husband ain't responded, you know, going through that. And then he was like, why did she, I try to do this for her. Literally like go back and forth with like the thing, just cause at the end, yeah. we still make it last at the end of the day, but yeah. we're still, in those relationship stage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I love all your work. I do have a question for you though. Okay. One one of the um viewers did write, are you gonna add more to the um Connecticut Kings? Are you doing are you gonna extend that? Because I did love that news too. Oh, he's heard that lady she said she's gonna add some more to yeah. that. I saw one of those questions. Yeah, we're planning for spring. I've been talking to Love and she was she was actually just yesterday telling me more about kind of what she has going with her characters and stuff like that, but we're aiming for spring. I actually don't know who my characters are going to be anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, somebody so, can name Whitney but, who looks like me, can be a character. I'm like, you know, you know that girl's so familiar. You know, I don't think I have a Whitney. I don't See? believe I have a Whitney. Look so, at my hey. pictures right now so you can describe <laughs> this. And I'm like, this girl's so much like I'm in the story and I live in Connecticut. <laughs> But I'm glad you brought up love because I'm reading her stuff now too. Okay. And I realized you guys do like when I just started reading her um this week. And I realized y'all be using this <laughs> like you take yeah. each other's characters. I was like, I know I read this. Um, who I'm reading right now? Um Divine. And I know Divine is in the King oh, series. Mr. Indeed. <laughs> yes, yeah, Mr. Chocolate Locket. I'm like six four, wait, six feet, four inches. Mm-hmm. How she I'm like. I read about her because when I first read, I'm like, Yo, I know this divine, but I just started reading her stories because I just finished yours. So I was just going yeah. through everybody. But when I read, I try to read their whole catalog before I go to somebody else. And I was like, I know this guy. And then when he said something about he's going back to Brooklyn, I was like, the Connecticut. I'm like, yeah, I wonder if they talk to each other. <laughs> and then I started he's seeing mentioned, He's mentioned in, um, in this, I know for a fact he's mentioned in Determinant Possession um, because mm -hmm. Ramsey. When he gets to like he's they're at the wedding they're at uh they're at Jade and Trent's mm -hmm. wedding in determining possession and he mentions that Asmir is one of like the group of guys that he gets yeah. called over to like hey you know and he's like you know this group of like superstar guys <laughs> so yeah but we 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 definitely and I remember like <laughs> I remember. This and this was years ago. This was years ago. I remember I because we're because we're real life friends. Like we're not just peers. Wait, hold on. Are you in these comments? Friend. Do you see what people are saying on the comments? Me. Yeah. Uh, do I go into the chat? No, it should be on the screen because so many people are saying how they found love through you, and I can see it. So I was wondering if you see that. I and see that's them now. Yeah. CC through love, and then someone else put I found love through CCJ. Yeah, I'm over here. I was able to get into the chat now. You said it should be on my screen, though? It should be under, yeah, it should be pulled up on the screen while you're looking at us. Okay. And this then, is they're saying some beautiful things, and I wonder if you see it. You comment. It might, be, it, it might be something I've done. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what they're saying is that some of them found you through love. 
And then the others yeah, are saying we found <laughs> love through you. And that's the one thing we were talking about earlier um, on the other um, interviews with authors is how you guys have your own community. Yeah. And everyone's fans, each other fans. And the one thing I love about it, because you guys are all black women, no, dis no disrespect to anybody else, but it's just a beautiful to see that for sure. Yeah. And I actually, I do see it now. My The eight-year-old that had me about to die, she had my <laughs> tablet before me and she had my screen like zoomed in. <laughs> so I could so I do have a community. I was wondering if you were seeing them because usually the guests will reply to what they see. And you haven't yeah, said anything. I'm just like, <laughs> that's like there's a repeating those questions. I'm like, I wonder if she's seeing what they're saying. But like you were saying earlier, um, I noticed that you do do that. Even their your um the college, you and um Alexander yeah, the Warren talk about, like y'all say Blackwood College. I'm like. They must all really talk to each other yeah. because they're all saying the same community, which oh, I didn't even be a part of this community. And I'm getting myself mixed up. I said Blackwood. It's Blakewood. Blakewood mm -hmm. is the college. Blackwood is the city. And yeah. people from Blackwood established Blakewood. Like there's like a whole history of stuff to, to it. In my head. I need to move to <laughs> or Sugar Valley. I might move there because I like the scenery. <laughs> And take the drive through. But I think that's wonderful how you ladies come together and use characters from each other's book, co-write with each other. Um, I know that you was doing a seminar. I just found out like you, you and um, Alexander Warren, a couple of ladies were like doing like um, seminars and stuff like that. Are you guys still going to think about continuing oh, doing it? The Girl Have You Read event. Um, we typically have been doing the Girl Have You Read event. It's typically an in-person event um and we weren't able to do it this year because of covid um but i'm hoping i'm <laughs> i'm hoping that eventually we'll be able to get back to it but our, our next one is probably going to be virtual as well um and i'm already kind of thinking through um who like what authors we're going to invite and everything this time but we want to really take the opportunity to like that since the world is becoming more <laughs> more and more virtual we want to kind of take the opportunity and take advantage of that and really maximize on it and really take take advantage of it in in all these different ways now that there's all these different avenues and stuff available new businesses <laughs> being started or just around all of it and so we definitely do plan on doing it again we don't have anything we don't have anything concrete planned yet but we definitely plan on doing it again because um that event is one of the things is just one of the events that we look forward to every year um that event which i'm part of the hosting team for that event and so that's one of them but stuff like um like indie love where i can just show up with my books mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that's fun but um indie love and um sister uh not sister girl sister girl's book, book club is who hosted but um behind the pen um, that she does in New York. I think she's been talking about like kind of expanding, but I'm not sure. Um, what is that called? Behind the pen. Behind the pen. Well, no, she she they did a um they did like a satellite thing in Atlanta is is what I think I'm thinking about. But behind the pen itself has been in New York. I did that event and that was a great time. Um, I've done an event in Chicago with uh, with Book Euphoria. Those are always good times. But I love doing the book events like that. It's always like one of the highlights getting to travel and getting to see people. And I'm, I'm hoping that eventually we'll be able to 
do stuff like that again. <laughs> yeah. I totally get <laughs> it with this world. The event, I totally get it with everything that's going on with this world. Yeah. I, was, I was telling Alexandra House when we interviewed her, how I was supposed to go to her house party that she had this year and it got yep, canceled. I was supposed to, yep. <laughs> I, was devastated. I was like, oh my God. And she's like, well, we're going to move to next year. But next year I have a conference because, you know, I do travel. So yeah. that's my business. And I have my traveling conference the same week. I'm like, oh my God, you're killing me. <laughs> but I was pretty done. So I totally understand. But I was, um, I can't wait to actually meet you ladies um, in person again and go to some of these events because yeah. I got to learn um, and meet new um, readers as well who, um, yes who, you know, have the same mindset and read just as much as I do. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I just want to also say um, thank you for your work and how you make us feel as women, even though I'm married, I still love the love stories <laughs> and go oh, into yeah. them. Like, yes, yes. All their different backgrounds and um, the creativity of it all. But I was wondering, how do you do all these, how this research? Because you have tattoo artists, yoga specialists, florists, <laughs> books, you know, um, you know, got the mountain man, the winery, you know, <laughs> you got so many different people. We ready? Oh, yeah, she's in New Orleans. How oh, do you handle all these yeah. different things? Well, <laughs> it involves a whole lot of like, deep diving on Google and on YouTube, watching watching videos of people like going through the wine making process and reading blogs that people have done and all of that, like I'll spend, like I remember I was writing, um, when I was writing, I think I might love you. Like when the characters adopt like a stray cat, mm -hmm. I, I spent three hours researching cat food and I think I mentioned the cat food like one time. <laughs> it's the whole book. It is not even like a detailed mention. Like I, you know, like it's very random. But the, as 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 frustrated as I get with myself for spending all of that time on those deep dives, I, I feel like it adds to the story just to be able to layer in that detail and being able to like actually knowing what I'm talking about. I mean, of course, if some <laughs> some person who is an actual winemaker might read that book and be like, oh my God, all of this is wrong. This girl don't know what she's talking about. But as much as I can, you know, as much yeah. as I can, I like to make sure that the stuff is right. Like if I'm going to put it down on the page, I really do want it to be right. And I really do want it to be representative because I because these things are interesting to me. And if they're interesting to me, I feel like they're going to be interesting to someone else. And if I can layer in something that helps to teach someone something or helps to spark someone's interest in something and that leads them to go do more research and learn more about it on their own, I don't want to be leading someone in the wrong direction. And so <laughs> it's fun, you know, kind of spending that time doing that research. And I actually learn, you know, I learn a lot myself. Like I'm a fountain of useless trivia. I was on my quiz bowl team when I was in high school. And so, and that, that was my specialty. Do not point to me for the math questions. Do not point to me for the science questions. Do not point to me for the history questions. But if you need some random stuff, those lightning rounds, I was on it. I had it. <laughs> Tell us about your new um, book that you just released this um, week. Oh, that's, <laughs> it's the chase for me. So 
the way that actually came about is it's a combo is that book is at the beginning parts of that book are actually a combination of two different projects that I have been working on. What happens to me a lot is I'll have an idea for a project and I'll start it and I'll get like a decent amount into it, but then I just lose steam. And so I'll have to put it down and come back to it. Um, I actually, I actually can't remember <laughs> the last time that I've been able to just write something straight through it. And obviously, and I've just let the world know that I can't snap. I was like, I can't actually make the sound, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> But what typically happens with me is I'll start writing something and then I'll have to kind of put it down and come back to it later. Like when I come back to it later, whatever block, whatever mental block or whatever I had, it'll be gone. And so I had these two like really, really funny different openings that I kept thinking about. Like I wanted to be able to use that stuff because like when it, whenever I would think about it, it would make me laugh just thinking about it. And then... I want to say at least three times this year, I've gone back to those scenes. Like when it was time for me to figure out, okay, what am I going to write next? I've gone back to those scenes. And this time I was like, you know what? I'm sticking with this. I'm about to make this work because I have been lately trying to get off of being so ruled by my muse. Um, it's like, no, this is what I'm writing. Like I'm, I'm in charge. Like I'm <laughs> like let's like we're gonna say we're gonna write this and we're gonna stick to it or we're gonna how about this? We're gonna delete it since since you don't wanna write it. And so when I tell myself that, it's like, okay, we go. <laughs> let's write it then. So um January to actually get to talking about the story. <laughs> January is a nurse and she is actually going back to school for her continuing education courses and different things like that. And she has been in this on again, off, off on, on and off again relationship that she has finally like for real, for real let go of. And she's just about at the year anniversary of having let this go. And she has been very focused on school and all of that, but her friend wants to set her up on on a basically a blind date and so she goes on a blind date and ends up <laughs> I'm trying to say this without any without too many spoilers but she ends up running into somebody who she had had a run-in before um a really hilarious run-in before that run-in is actually what I was like I gotta keep this like I, I gotta use this but she ends up having this run-in with him and this this run-in is like the second in a series of run-ins that just kind of, that just get kind of progressively worse. It's like first they're going really really good, and then they start going really really bad. Like they start going in the opposite direction, and but eventually they end up they they make it work. Like <laughs> that is too much of a spoiler to say um, that they end up together at you know at the end of the book. That is one thing that's a constant for me even if they're not necessarily like sometimes they may not have even necessarily said we're boyfriend and girlfriend but to in my mind they're together and they're gonna be yeah i noticed like i'm not <laughs> that's why i wasn't your friend and they get i'm like what let's be together that's the end i'm like no she did not get said the end i was gonna jump through that book to find you <laughs> but i understand that yeah like that that's reality and i want us to kind of like, even though I am, you know, I'm married woman, 
two kids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was never something that I like aspired to. Like this was the life that was, you know, this was the life that I was supposed to have, but it was not something that I necessarily like aspired to. And mm-hmm. I don't think that it was necessary for me to have like a full life and for me to, you know, for me to be whole and be who I was. And I think that a lot of times, especially in romance, it's like this idea is kind of lashing on that if they're not married with kids and if they're not married or engaged by the end of the book, then that's not a real ending or there's no certainty that they're going to be together. But I'm like, there's no certainty just because they're married with kids. What makes you think that's certain? (laughs) What makes that any, you know what I mean? What makes that any less certain than anything else? And so I kind of try to gauge it by the couple. Like there are certain couples that it would just be completely unrealistic for me to, you know, for me to say, oh, well, you know, they skipped off into the sunset holding hands. And he's got a baby carrier on his back and they just got engaged. <laughs> like that no, wouldn't be realistic for them. But then, but then there's couples that that is completely realistic for. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times my books only span like a very short time period. Like this last one, it spans a period of maybe two or three weeks. And so where it ends, it's like, it's, 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 it's a, it's a healthy, <laughs> it's a healthy, end for them you know and if i if the couple have only known each other for three months then i mean maybe there are couples and i've written couples that you know have said i love you in that span of time but for a lot of people that's just honestly not realistic and i wonder Mm -hmm. sometimes if it's clear how little time has passed because sometimes if i might have written eighty thousand words which is like a 250 page book and only it's only been a month and (laughs) so for the reader it's like I've invested, I've read 250 pages of these folks. Um, where is the love at? Like, where, <laughs> where is the I love you here? But in terms of like, of it really being realistic for the couple, that may not be, that may not really be feasible for them. And so I really try to let the couples lead there, but I do know it's frustrating and I understand. <laughs> I get it now though. I have to keep on reading. I had to keep on reading your stories to understand <laughs> it. The first book I read, it didn't have something like, okay, but I get it because like you said, I the one reason I really love your story is that you really do get into the characters. You really do get into the relationship. And I'm not gonna talk about the intimacy part. That makes it, you know, of course it makes it, oh, okay. But I love to really figure out who they are individuals and most of your stories in, in life it's just communication they communicate they won't have to have the problems and that's what everybody but i really appreciate that but i want to piggyback on something that you said um just a few moments ago about and relationships and like how they might end because in your book and sugar valley which i really really like um the point of, of it all is when um her husband or ex-husband, <laughs> but it was, it was really, I like the relationship because even though it was nothing horrible that happened, you know, she was just, now she was a different person, but this new guy had to bring that, you know, out of her and she had to understand the whole dynamic. So you're absolutely correct when it comes down, every relationship has a different story, has a different mm-hmm. ending. And some of it is just, we're gonna be together, you know? I'm just an invested reader, so I'm like, 
What's going to happen next? But with that, <laughs> you broke that down with her and her ex-husband. You know, it, it tied it all together. And in a lot of your books, like I said, I noticed that even though it's one series and it's a different series, the series still kind of go together because yeah. the characters come back in there, you know. So I get it. But keep doing what you're doing because for me personally, um, I love the background more than I do even like the sex. I just want to see who are these people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What moves them together and how um, she and he bring the best out of each other. And that's the beautiful thing about relationship. You know, your partner should be able to bring the best out of you and vice versa, the best out of that person. And that's one thing I love by the end of the story, we have that whole, okay, they're, now they're whole because they have that missing link and how beautiful love is. And how if we figure out how to communicate with that other person, we will really be, everybody will have ha happy, healthy lives with or without marriage, with or without kids. Because even though we're, you know, being married with kids don't mean it's, it's healthy. It doesn't mean it's happy, you know? So it's a different dynamics, but I really do appreciate how you really invest and your characters, because I tell people more than the sex scene, I want to read about the characters. Like I want to know yeah, what they think, how they move. It is um, your writing is very phenomenal. And like when you said that earlier, it made me think of that character in the book. And I was like, well, she was still really cool for him. He still loved her, but it it was a time where it has passed. You know, she was in a different yeah. situation. And I love that you bring the darkness of people out and turn into light to let them know that we all have bruises, we all have burns, we all go through something. We just have to be vulnerable enough to allow somebody in that can help us heal. Yep. And I know what, what happens to me a lot when I'm writing is I'll be writing a certain, I'll be writing a certain story. And I, I, I'm trying to think of an example. And of course, because I'm trying to talk about it, I can't think of any example. But I'll be writing something with like a certain storyline, like there'll be, I'll use grief as 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 the broad example, where vaguely it's about the character's grief, but something else is there's something more happening. There's something else happening. But what I've discovered is that sometimes I'll have those little pockets of different um, of different subject matter that happen in one story, and then in the next story it'll be like a big part of the plot. Like it's something that is like, okay, I needed to write this first to kind of get my feet wet a little bit so that once I got to this other story, it's like, okay, now we're, we're really about to dig into this. We're really about to tackle this, whether that's, you know, someone coming from an abusive relationship or, someone it can be it can be something like that or it could be something as simple as somebody you know doing a lot of research on what flowers they're going to get for someone and then the next book there's a florist and the next book it can be even simple things like that but I've started to kind of try to embrace that frustration <laughs> when I feel like because what 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 I'll do is, well, I just wrote a book with somebody that did that, and now I'm going to be writing another one, and I'm just going to be the girl who writes everybody <laughs> does flowers, <laughs> you know, in this book. And I have to kind of pep talk myself out of that, too, because it's like, or this was just preparing you to write this other story, and it's just going to be what it is. 
maybe that's just your theme this year. Maybe all your books this year are just about flowers. Like, right. <laughs> maybe I learned some stuff about your flowers. So I wonder if that's what that really means. <laughs> the bouquets and this, uh, it was interesting, but there, I understand where you're coming from. So my question, I think you just answered it was when you write a story, sometimes you could be writing and then like another story comes out of that story for you. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like, or oh, sometimes it'll help me figure something out. Like through writing this other story, it kind of helps me figure out what was blocking me. Like if I had started something else and had to put it down now that I've written this, it's like, oh, maybe I can use this story element to help me get out of whatever. Like, so a lot of times they all really do kind of work together, even and even sometimes I don't notice it as it's happening it's just kind of it just kind of all builds on each other well let us know what we can look forward to are you having anything else drop this year or is everything's coming in 2021 um i this year i want i wanted to have two more releases but i <laughs> my therapist this morning was like girl um <laughs> let's be real so <laughs> I will probably have one more release this year, um, and that is going to be uh, in Ace's book. She goes through and she finds her sister. Um, that book is actually going to be Ace's sister, and I'm, I have that. And I'm going to do another, like one of the gift box things. It's going to be around the Love Sisters, and I want to do. Well, I already have them, so I need to do it. <laughs> but I want to do a holiday ornaments um, featuring the heights. And so I have to put that together and make those available or whatever for people, especially since we're we're coming up on holiday decorations. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So I need to make it happen. But that's kind of all I have going on in terms of like business wise this year. I really want to, with everything happening, and I've really pushed myself this year to not, um, to not let myself be stopped (laughs) as much as I would have as as much as I you know would have I won't say would have rather but as much as my reflexes were telling me to I kind of made sure to push through that but now that we're kind of approaching the end of the year I want to you know make Christmas special for my kids and you know I've got birthdays and everything coming up and so I want to make sure that I'm taking time to focus on that because I've been it's been a busy year, even even with everything, it's been a busy year. And I want to make sure that I am not overextending myself and making sure that I'm being present, <laughs> that I'm being present for the people who, you know, for the people who I love and love me back. I need to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm present for them. So I'm going to try to kind of bring it in. <laughs> T-Quest? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just loving you guys' um, dynamic. And um, I just hope that your fans and stuff don't think I'm like a boring co-host. It's just <laughs> you see a dynamic happening, a bonding. Like, you just got to let it rock, you know? And since, like I said, since, since she's such an ultimate fan, I just want her to do her thing, you know? But it's just a few things I wanted to chime in on when it comes to the comments on the side, right? I'm loving the fact that there's so many people invested in you as an author and they respect you, not just as an author, but as a woman, 
you know, a yeah. businesswoman, entrepreneur. And it's a beautiful thing because I've, I've talked about this so much on my show about breaking that stereotype that black women can come together and love one another and support one another and build together. I'm like, no, that's what they want us to think. But yep. when you do your research, there's so many of us, like when it comes to all the women in the author community, you guys are a bond. And like I said, your fans are each other fans. And one of your... um fans stated something about how they're shocked that a lot of people don't know about the indie authors. I'm like, well, that's in any field, to be honest. You know, most people, when they're on the go, they'll quickly go to a fast food restaurant, not realizing the little diner right there, they can make the food fast, but it's going to be better than that McDonald's. You know, or when you go to, you be quick to go to a department store before you go support one of your friends that's probably selling the same exact thing with the same type quality. You know, it's just that people don't take the time to do their research. People don't take the time to support people in their culture. They're they're not looking um, beneath the surface, behind the surface. They're just right there. And you wonder why. That's why I always tell people, if you generally are a fan of someone or just like with Winnie's, um, Winnie and her, Winnie's Escape Travel Agency, if she did a great job booking your trip or something, support her. You know what I mean? Share the page, <laughs> click like, write recommendations. Like I said, with my app, I'm like, I love the reviews. It just reminded me that you enjoy what I do and that you're still here for me. You know, just like when it comes to this, a lot of people, even though you guys do have a, a great span of readers, there's still so many out there that don't even know who you are, but they should know who you are. You know, just like I said before, when I said, when you were growing up, you said you want to be a teacher. You are teaching people, you know? You're teaching them. You're like their go-to when they're reading. You're their escape. You know, we talk about even a Winnie's podcast every Wednesday, you know? So I'm telling people, if you genuinely love someone, like you guys do, share each other's stuff. Support yeah. one another. Buy it, even for the holidays. Go buy the book for someone else that you know that it can touch yeah. their lives and bring happiness to them. We have to break the stereotype. And as you can tell, you guys are a whole community. But the community can always get bigger and i just want to say i appreciate you the other authors the listeners the supporters there's no hate it's all love and that's why when she said that she has these authors show me an interview i'm like i'm happy to do it i'm happy to put it on my platforms you know because this is what i be teaching all the time and not to really dwell on that right there i wanted to touch on something really quickly then you guys can have your moment you mentioned that um something about your therapist right mm -hmm. Yes, and I just did a special on mental health. And we were talking about the importance of having a therapist, how it's not really a bad thing. It's very therapeutic, hence the word therapist. You know, so if you can just take a moment to let's um, clear away from the book for just a second and talk to people about the importance of having a therapist and how it's okay to go to them. Oh, definitely. I will tell anybody, <laughs> um, especially especially creatives, um, because this is something that my therapist is something that she mentioned to me, especially with creatives, especially with writers. You have so many other people in your head. You have so many people in your you have so many other people in your head, so many things going on, you know, for people, women who are business owners and you have your family unit and I'm and not just, you know, not just husband, kids, but if you're taking care of your auntie, if you, you know, need to go check on your grandmother, whatever else, we have so much going on. And she compared it to 
a computer, how you have so much stored in all these different places and stuff like that. And going to a therapist helps you defrag. It helps you bring all these things together so that you can see it better and so that you can kind of better understand what's happening in your head and better process that information. And it doesn't mean that anything is wrong with you. Um, like, it's, 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 a, it's a very normal thing. Some people just have the resources to do something about it and there's there it's not something to be ashamed of um my husband is actually the one who recommended he could tell that I was that I was not myself he could tell that I was going through it and he asked me as gently as he could and he was like I'm, I'm sorry I'm like I'm promise I'm not trying to be offensive I'm not trying to call you crazy <laughs> or anything like that but he was like you know do you think maybe you need to talk to somebody <laughs> and I was like you know what you're right. I do. <laughs> and so um, I've been seeing a therapist for uh, for just over a year, for just over a year, because it was May of 2019 that I started. Um, and I was able to find a black therapist. Um, I've always seen her through telehealth. And so that's an option, especially for people who, you know, you might live in a small town or something like that, where maybe the, that may, maybe that's not available to you. Um, I can't recommend enough um, therapy for black girls. They have a, what do you call it? Um, like a listing by state. There's uh -huh. a, a directory. That's the word. Yeah, where you can, you know, where there's, where you can kind of find who's in your state and you can go to anybody in your state. Um, that's where, that's the way the licensing works. You go to anybody anywhere in your state, um, but look for somebody, like I said, like if you are not in a city where you have access to that or you're in a small town or something like that, mm -hmm. there's options for you. And if you, you know, if you have the resources, you have your insurance will cover it, whatever else, I highly recommend taking advantage of it and not waiting until not waiting until it feels like an emergency like if you think that you might benefit from it do it and I mean you'll be able to see pretty quickly <laughs> you know after a few sessions like hey, you know what you know this isn't really doing anything for me this doesn't really work for me maybe maybe you know maybe that's just not the right thing for you or maybe you might need to visit with a different therapist or whatever but I definitely cannot recommend it enough um I feel like it has made me um a better mother <laughs> a better wife um a better friend a better writer <laughs> to be able to just kind of learn better how to process my own feelings and how to better communicate and um yeah, I really, I can't recommend it enough. And that's why, like, I'm, like, when I think about things like that, like, I'll drop that, my therapist said, all the time because mm -hmm. I want to try to help normalize that. Like, it's not something to be ashamed of. I know for a lot of us, for Black women, you're told to, well, you know, just go to church, just take to the Lord in prayer. Well, the Lord in prayer helped sis over there get her psychology or psychiatry degree. <laughs> So that she will be <laughs> available yes. to you. That's your prayer answer right there. Go to the <laughs> go to the therapist. <laughs> you know. So I just, you know, I try to do, you know, try to do my part in whatever small ways to kind of contribute to normalizing it because a lot of times I think that we kind of suffer in silence when we don't have to. Mm. That was beautiful. Well said. Well said. And I hope all the listeners out there take heed to that because 
like T-Quest and author Christina T. Jones is saying, you know, it's okay not to be okay, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all human. Life happens to all of us. That's my way of saying it's okay not to be okay. I'm like, I get it. Life happens. It happens to all of us. We're all going to get sick. We're all going to have high. We're all going to get low. We're all going to hurt. We're all going to love. We're all going to feel some of the same things in different aspects because we're human beings. And it's important to, you know, get help when you need it. And then it's also important to support one another. And that's why when questions like, oh, something about authors, I'm like, I have a group of authors I would love for you to interview. <laughs> Not just because I love your work, it's just also we have different platforms. And if I appreciate your work, why not be able to show other people and let them also appreciate your work as well? Because during this um, life that we're in this pandemic and stuff like that, this has been my go-to. Like my basically my therapy, my escape has been reading these love stories and just filling myself with positivity and love and not watching everything that's going on around the world. It's like your little escape to have some type of safe haven within my own being in my own community. And I just wanted and I just wanted to highlight you and let you know that I appreciate your work. Keep doing what you're doing. And I will definitely still follow you. I'll still support. Um, I'm glad you have some new books. But I'm like, okay, I'm but it helps me to read other people too, because then I'm like, okay, I, I can go yeah. back and do stuff again. But I really do um appreciate you taking time out your day to come here and um on both our platforms because she shares it, I share it, I put it on my YouTube. So hopefully we'll bring you a lot of revenue. Um and supporters to write. You're like, oh, look at this. Like, all these good people following me in my book. Um, Thank you guys for being patient with me and coming back to me like, hey. Girl! Um, <laughs> I'm doing it. You know, I'm like, did you get, did you talk to God? I like, I don't know what it is, but, like, they will not send me notifications from that page. And I, I know that's not really for the show or whatever, but I have to remember to go back and, like, you know, to, like, I have to remember, like, have I checked that today? You know, like, I have to physically, like, make sure that I remember. And I appreciate you not being like, man, she ain't serious. Let me. <laughs> Even if I wanted to be like that, I couldn't because she had married a few weeks. Have you heard back from her? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Well, you need to reach out the hot. Three times, just not right away. But you reply back, just because I like to support people, and I like to support um women who looks like me and women who are doing positive things. Um, as an entrepreneur as well, I know how important it is to support and how to spotlight other people. And you know, people do get busy, so I'm like, hey, I'm determined because I really think what you have and your product that you offer will really help other women. So yes, I was like, um, did you talk to her yet? Um, she just responded back to me about one of her stories. She's probably online right now. Hit her up again <laughs> so that we can just come in here and conversate. Because I kind of be like, oh, let's we conversate through here or something. But I was like, I wanted to have you on a big platform so that you could continue to do your work and continue to be inspired and you know just blossom and hopefully your career just blows up. And I'm like, yeah, I know her. I've read all her stories, you know. Um, so. That was it. I receive it. I receive it all. <laughs> and, um, I fully understand when it comes to being busy. I used to apologize to people. I'm so sorry to get back to you. I'm like, nowadays, like, look, we're all grown. We're adults. We have busy lives. If I don't, if you don't hear back from me because I'm busy. And if you don't hear back from me and you see me post on social media, I have enough time to post my post, but I ain't got time to respond to you. When you respond to someone, they're going to be waiting for a conversation. I have enough time to post. Have time to comment, but I ain't got that much time for a whole conversation. So you have to wait till I'm free and don't take nothing personal. Even when it comes to social media and Facebook and everything, yeah. they don't always send you your um notifications. Even with me, sometimes yeah. 
I don't see my notification. I may get a random email, like someone so just messaged you on your fan page, or I have to really be on my desktop or laptop. That's what it is. Yeah. Look for my fan page. They be like, "Oh, you have seven messages." I'm like, "What? Well, I had you done in this before?" Right. Well, you gonna tell me that? Exactly. <laughs> so it all depends on what device you're using and the notifications on which device. And then you know they have a separate um, messenger as well as page manager. Yeah. So it's a lot. So I keep telling people. If you don't hear from people, even if you see them, you still don't hear from them. Sometimes it's an honest mistake. We're all adults. We got to stop dwelling on nonsense. Only time you should really be concerned is if it's already solidified that you're supposed to be meeting and yeah. waiting on them. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, life happens. So you just got to relax. You know what I'm saying? And I want to yeah. pick it back off what Whitney said about supporting one another because she's a great advocate of supporting one another. We just did her annuals, um, Whitney's Escapes um, annual women's retreat. Mm-hmm. And every year it's normally out the country at like an island or, you know what I'm saying? Like a resort. I miss and traveling so much. Girl, I'm going <laughs> to tell you. You can still do it. I'm, listen, Whitney's Escape is now your new travel agent. I put it out there on social media and spoke to the atmosphere. <laughs> I leave tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be in Grenada. That's what we had to do you today. Because I was like, I'm not going to be here. I don't want to miss this opportunity. <laughs> I'm so paranoid. I'm so, I'm so paranoid. You know what? You shouldn't be because you know why? They make you go through so much um, testing. Like I have oh, to screening process. The screening process is so tedious. Like when you finally get to where your destination, you're like, <sighs> because everybody had to go through the same stuff you had to go through. Like yeah. literally, when I told you in the beginning, I'm filling out all these affidavits because once you get your test results, you have to fill out all these things, these waivers. So they're so have so much restriction. It makes it if you're not really serious about traveling, it makes it it, it does like inconvenience you. Like, oh, I gotta go get this yeah. test. And that. But once you get there, you realize everybody else had to do the same exact thing. So everybody had to have a negative COVID test. Everybody had to go through the same like screening and doctors and yeah. stuff. So when you're on vacation, you can just be like, and they have less cases. <laughs> yeah. They have less cases than we have here. So it's like, oh um, yeah, yeah, they were serious about it. So yeah, the other places were serious about it. I don't know what we had going on. Well, you gotta realize it all starts from the head. So you have a proper head leader, (laughs) you know, things happen. And that's the whole reason why um we actually started her podcast during the pandemic is explaining to people like, yes, we're on lockdown, but everybody's on lockdown. I've interviewed so many different people, regular people, celebrities. It was like I've been traveling the whole entire COVID. And I'm just like, because technically they're still open. Just not to everybody, you know, just yeah. to keep precaution. But yeah, like I was stating, like we just had the retreat <clears throat> and it's usually out the country. So we was trying to do it in the country. Yeah. But you know, we still wanted to really care about people's health and stuff. And some people was uncomfortable. And I'm like, you know, if you guys are uncomfortable, we can just do it via Zoom. You know, yeah. this is the new norm being on social media, being on Zoom, being on StreamYard, being on Twitch, like all these platforms. So we ended up taking a three day um retreat. And turned into a four-hour event, which ended up being like seven hours because she wanted to do a karaoke after with ladies. <laughs> but, uh, we have fun. We gotta have fun. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I loved about it the most was, even though it was open to everyone, it was the majority women of color, black and Puerto Rican, Spanish, white, um, like one or two white here and there. But the dynamic was just phenomenal. Everyone loved every single speaker. Everyone loved every vendor, even all the guests was touched. Everybody was pleased. Everyone was motivated. 
everyone got new clientele, new customers. And it's rare that you see that. Because, you know, when you go to vending yeah. spots and you go over here and pay for a table, you hope you sell stuff. And sometimes you don't even sell nothing. Yeah. Everyone was supported. And not because they felt they had to, because they actually had great product. They um, was professionals. You could tell they love what they do. They love what they're putting out there Passion, to people. Yeah. And it was just so phenomenal. I said, if we can be highlighted like this all the time, yeah. imagine what would happen in society. Crush, you never told me this, and I'm glad to hear some feedback about this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Some people, I have got a million emails, you know, about doing this, and um, and they it was great. But I was like, I was telling them, she's like, one of the ladies who really blushed me and touched me about this, she was like, I just want to let you know that, you know, God has something great for you. And I'm like, okay, thank you. But she's not, I really want to let you know that this is your platform and you you spoke the less, the least out of everybody else. You highlighted everybody and you supported everybody publicly and everybody agreed. I said, because even though this is my platform, it doesn't always have to be about me. And if you're saying you want to bring people together, it can't be like, I, 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 I. No, I want lovely women who I know are doing things in this world to get highlighted. And I'm saying you have to believe by example. So I'll be in the back corner. Highlight yourself. This is my platform. Use it. And I told everybody, I'll be the first one to buy something from everybody. And I literally brought something from every vendor on there. And everybody just started following for suit. I said, we have to lead by example. We have to know that if we want to see change, we have to start. And I'm like, I don't see people. And I, and I genuinely feel like, you know, what's for me is for me. You know, I can't say I want somebody to support me, but I can't support T-Quest. I can support yeah. Christina Jones and put her on a platform. If I can't do those type of things, how in the world do I look asking somebody to support me if I'm not doing to my fellow sister? And I just really think Quest, because she hosted it for me, and all those women, beautiful ladies, even you coming on this platform. I want to have you on my next woman's thing, but I don't want to be like, she doesn't know me yet. She probably like this. <laughs> but now we have this conversation. But it was just, it was really phenomenal. I do this once a year and I have great feedback. I might, I'm starting probably going to do it every quarter. So when I come back from my trip, I'm going to leave tomorrow at three o'clock this morning. God, Jesus, help me. But it's going to be great when I get there. I said, I'm going to start setting up for one minute in February because they were like, can yeah. you do this again? Can you do I'm like, okay, I want to see how many of y'all are loyal. You're going to ask for it again, I bet it, because it's true. People say yeah. things, but actions speak louder than words. This turnout was phenomenal. I was like, oh, this is great. You guys said some great things. I'm going to, they said on live, I have the recording. You want to do this again? Sooner than later, I'm going to do it. I said, okay, ladies, I'm going to put something together and invite more women, you know, and hopefully my goal is just really to build a wonderful network of women. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurs are not. Because some people, if they're not an entrepreneur, there could be a clientele. And one is entrepreneurs, yeah. so often you're yeah. still your clientele. And at the end of the day, we're all each other's sisters. We're all women. We can relate some way, somehow. You can encourage women about, you know, importance of love, importance of therapy. You know, I talk about travel. Quest has her whole 20 million different things that she does. You know, her whole <laughs> her personal specialist. You know, all the connects that she has. We have so many different things that we all bring together if we only would just share. Share a little bit of information, share some support. And also all you ladies and gentlemen who are watching, support Christina C. Jones. She has some really good stories and the holidays are coming. So mm. Christina, please tell them all your um, social media, your, um, your, your website so they can order all these great things you mentioned earlier. So we could bring you some money for the holidays, girlfriend. Hey, I, I receive it. <laughs> but no, I'm um I'm I'm at Beamus Jones everywhere. Um that's my website is Beamus I used to be a mommy blogger and so <laughs> 
that's where all of that came from, and I just never changed it. I just I thought it was cute, so I kept it. But I'm at being Mrs. Jones everywhere, um, even on YouTube. I think I think it's YouTube.com/slash being Mrs. Jones. Um, that's my author page, my Instagram uh, handle, my Twitter handle. That's that that's me everywhere, and I'm always cooking something or <laughs> cooking something or making something all of that I always got you know I'm always doing something besides just talking about you know talking about my passion which is writing and trying to you know offer resources and stuff for other you know for other women who want to be writers and sometimes sometimes that stuff is not even just used for other writers sometimes it's useful just for other you know for other entrepreneurs and stuff like that and so yeah, I'm always talking about something somewhere. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. What I say it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you, and it's finally happening. And I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah. You know. so, <laughs> so the way I like to end the show is just giving you a final word. It can be about the books. It can be about the social media. Even though you just said it, it can be a wow moment where it's a wisdom, whatever you want to say to the people. The time is now. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> go read my books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go read the books. Go read the books. Um, I write a lot. Um, every Everything is about Black love. Everything is about um, women getting um the love they deserve in the world even even if they aren't necessarily respectable and this and that they don't have to fall into any certain standards or anything like that they're always right <laughs> they're not always right let me stop <laughs> but they definitely um in the end that is just something that is important to me and it comes through in my work you know you have these people who are coming together and finding someone who doesn't complete them but compliments them very well and makes them um gives them somebody to make sure that they're not alone in the world when all when it all comes down to it they're not alone in the world somebody who loves and supports and you know just really cherishes them that's important that's very important to me for women to be able to see themselves that way I know like I think one I can't remember which one of you guys mentioned it earlier, but I think it was Tequest who mentioned how the way that we're portrayed, um, well we're loud and bossy and we, you know, aren't ever satisfied with anything. And you know what? Yeah, I write some women that that are that are all those things and they still get them in the end. He still love her. Now yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, what a no. Yeah. I just want to, you know, and that's just what I want to do. You know, all types of different women from all types of different backgrounds, all types of different personalities, body sizes, hair types, skin tones, whatever. Like, it's really my goal to, you know, no matter what, there's no matter who you are picking up one of my books, I strive for there to be something that you can relate to in one of the characters in the book so that you see yourself in some way and everything and that's just that's what I'm about <laughs> and she didn't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> I love it you speak from the heart and it's gonna flow out organically you know all right <laughs> you on deck 
Well, as you know, my name is Whitney, owner of Whitney Escapes LLC, the number one travel agency for all my black beautiful queens. Um, hey. You can follow me on all your social media platforms at Whitney's Escapes. Please follow my YouTube channel, Whitney Escapes LLC. And also you can email me at travel at Escapes.com or go to my website, www.winningsescapes.com. And ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for tuning in for this special edition with um, author Christina J.C. Jones, whose books are amazing. But follow all of us in support, T-Quest. It's on me. Oh. <laughs> now let me stop. No, but seriously, um, thank you so much for taking the time to being on the platform. And um, thank you, Whitney, for being my co-host today. I'm going to make sure I put all your information out there because all my listeners and all my fans know I cater to every guest that's on my platform. And just in case you missed some of the information, where can you find it? On the T-Quest mobile app, which you can find in your Google Play Store and your App Store for so make sure that you go and download that and you know have all the information of my guests up there spotify apple Podcasts, forever at all times so there's no reason why you can't get this information you don't gotta rewind it back it'll be all written now because i cater to my fans and make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at tquestglm and sign up for my mailing list on my website galamuel.com you need any of my services as a voiceover specialist as a therapist personality, journalist, music artist, or whatever, you know, just hit that drop down on my website. It's only about like, what, 20 professions? I'm sure one of them you can use. And then I'll be here for you guys. Once again, this is a T-Quest show, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. And if you have someone that you would like to highlight and you feel has a story that needs to be told and they have a silent cry behind their grind, make sure you email me at tquestglm at gmail.com. I would love to have them on the show. Until next time. Rear.